Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Kenny Wallace Show, brought to you by JEGS, the leader in high-performance aftermarket car parts. Remember to go to JEGS.com for everything and anything you need for your vehicle. Man, Nashville, not the Nashville Fairgrounds, just Nashville Speedway, big track, made of concrete. You know, this was a race that had a lot of storylines. So we're going to break it all down. And I think you're going to be a little surprised like I was to go, wow, a lot happened at Nashville. First of all, the Herminator, uh, you know, we did not race in NASCAR last week. There was no racing. So I went racing and uh, run second again. Had a great weekend at uh, Peebly Speedway right here at I-55 Raceway. Kenny Schrader's track runs second. Hell of a race. But we're doing good here on the home front. The uh, Brother Rusty's company, Southern Country Customs, uh, my dirt car. It's it's looking good. We're running really good. Uh, we've run the last nine races, eight top twos. All right, that's the update on the Herminator Dirt Racing. Let's go to Nashville. Um, one of my best racetracks. When I raced that racetrack, I run second. I don't know. Google it. How many times did the Herminator run second at the Nashville Super Speedway? Not the fairgrounds. We're going to get there later. Nashville Super Speedway. Outside of uh, Nashville, outside the city, you head east on 40. And there it is. Nashville Super Speedway. Beautiful facility. It's like the track that is lost in translation. So it's like, what's going on here? Crowd looked good. I mean, I'm gonna tell you what. I mean, it was sold out. It showed up really good. So here's my opinion. It's all good, just a controversial take. The Nashville Super Speedway is run by SMI. Same people, you know, Marcus Smith, same people that own Bristol, Charlotte, Texas, you know, so on. They're running this racetrack. It is my opinion, like, like I always say, it's not important for me to be right. However, it is my opinion that if everything goes through with the Nashville Fairgrounds, I don't think this racetrack's going to be around. I mean, it will still be standing, but they'll make sure they're going to have to mow the grass and trim the weeds because I don't think they're going to be running the NASCAR Cup Series at this racetrack. If Nashville Fairgrounds goes through all the rules, regulations, the mayor, and they all they all quit arguing, and they do get that cup race at the Nashville Fairgrounds, I think this track that we watched on Sunday night, I think it becomes dormant. Now, they might hold some car shows there, might run some races, but I don't think the cup series end up being there. However, they sure, they sure are laying some really good groundwork. You got, you had, you had Michael Jordan there. You had Garth Brooks there. Uh, the stars showed up. So 40 minutes outside of Nashville, it's nice. It's, it's, there's not a lot of county. It's like you leave Nashville and boom, there you are at this Nashville Super Speedway. So um, I'm, pre I'm positive. That if that fairgrounds race, you know, date get gets to where they can do it, everything's gonna end up up there. So they ran. Listen, 
they ran the trucks, they ran Xfinity, and they ran the cup race there. It was a big weekend. Um, another topic I want to bring up. Sunday night. Sunday night in the middle of the summer. There's no school for kids. It worked. Now, when you look at NFL or Major League Baseball, Sunday nights, and you go, well, nobody's going to show up. Well, hold on. Sunday night baseball, Sunday night football, the grandstands are packed. Now, you remember, I, I do, a little bit of a smile here. I do know that it's all about you, me, I. However, Sunday night, you saw the grandstands. Uh, you know, it was packed. It was sold out. So is there some Sunday nights in the future? Three or four. I'm saying NASCAR can pull off Sunday night NASCAR. There you go. I just I just named it. Sunday night NASCAR. Two, four, let's test it. It sure did work out here. That's a hot topic. Hot topic. NASCAR, Sunday night NASCAR from Nashville Fairgrounds, Nashville Super Speedway. Respond right here. Remember, go at it with the Herminator. Hey, I grew up on AM debate. I, lo I love AM debate, talk radio. So I know you can't go. Remember, I know it's all about you, me, I. <laughs> Herminator just having fun. But anyway, is there a future for Sunday night NASCAR? I, I think it's worth trying. Uh, I really do. Another one, Her you know, first of all, Herminator always shows you lots of notes. Lots of notes. Carl Edwards, he the gift that keeps giving. I I truly think Carl is bored out of his mind. Uh, you know he shows up. Hey Carl, can you come down here? We're gonna put you in this thing called Walk of Fame. Maybe the Walk of Fame moves to the city of Nashville. Maybe it stays. You know the forty minutes west out there at this this super. Listen. This Nashville Super Speedway is, is not rooted into the Nashville talk. However, it's getting there. It's getting there. So Carl Edwards shows up, and, you know, once again, they do a good job. And, you know, it was the Herminator right here. I said, listen, he's going to drive for track house, and uh, it's going to happen this year. So he's like, no, <laughs> you know, he's kind of like, but anyway, I could call Carl right now. I don't want to rough him up. Uh, you know, he's 80 miles from here, lives right up the road, right up Interstate 70, Columbia, Missouri, uh, as you're headed up the road here towards Kansas City. I can call Carl, but that's the gift that just keeps giving too. See what I mean? All, all these storylines out of, out of Nashville Super Speedway. So I still think Carl is going to run a race this year. He says, oh, it's serious. I'm not going to do it if I'm not ready. Well, you're already taunting us. I'm not going to do it if I'm not ready. Well, the man looks looks like a football player. His face is chiseled out. He's ready to go. So, Carl, just go on with it and announce it. We all know worst kept. It's, it's, nobody's talking about it, but he keeps showing up. He showed up at Dar Hey, Herman, where did he show up at? Well, he was at Darlington. He's at Nashville. Just He just keeps showing up, doesn't he? So, um, all right. Let's start talking about the race. What was that? Nine minutes 
of what what happened at Nashville. Wow. All right. Let's get to the race real quick. Big controversy. Ryan Viney says, I'll pay for the mother safe wall. He's pissed. Ryan Blaney. Now, listen, this whole racetrack <laughs> outside, inside the whole the whole racetrack has got soft walls all the way around it. Wouldn't you know it? The one little spot that does not have a soft wall, that's where we're going to hit. That is philosophy 101 in, in life. Better safe than sorry. That's a phrase. Brother Rusty taught it to me. Herman, better safe than sorry. Oh, we don't need a soft wall there. There ain't no way. Ain't no chance in hell anybody going to hit there. Well, that's the way it always goes. You're going to hit where the wall's not because the racing gods, they're going to get you. See, it's us against the racing gods. That's, it's a joke, but it's, it's the way you got to do it. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. If there's a chance, it will happen. So Ryan Blaney's pissed. It hurt. How, however, they released him. He was out. He gave an interview. He was pissed. Used the word F on, uh, on social media. Maybe not on national TV, but he said, I'll pay for the wall. I don't think that was the point. I think the point was that they didn't think there was no way in God's creation anybody was going to hit there. But they did. So one, one sheet of notes down, Ryan Blaney hits a wall where there's no soft wall. Crowd on feet. There's no soft wall there. NASCAR sucks. <laughs> hey, don't, don't give any fuel to the fire. You know, we know that negativity sells, and we love bashing people. I get that. I know that's way more fun than talking nice. However, Beautiful speedway, softballs everywhere, except right there. Well, Herman, they should calm down as you sit on your couch <laughs> and drink beer or coffee. All right. So we're kind of going backwards here. Listen, the craziest damn controversy of the whole race, I'm sorry, was when the race was over. So Ross, I'm getting Ross Chastain. Hold on. Ross Chastain wins the race, and that's a whole other storyline. We're going to get to it right here in a minute. Ross Chastain wins the race. Ross Chastain doing all the burnouts. So the cars, you know, when the race is over, all the cars are lined up. They're coming down pit road very slowly. Well, Danielle Suarez is in line. He's in line to come down pit road, except he gets a little upset. He's like, damn it, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of waiting in line. So he pulls out. When he pulls out to go around the whole line, like he's going to butt in front of everybody. Here's Chase Briscoe, who goes, I ain't waiting in line. I'm going to pass everybody up. So Chase Briscoe, he's not even in line. He's not even going to wait in line. He's over here, and he's hauling ass. And at the last minute, Daniel Suarez says, I'm going to get out of line. He pulls out right in front of Chase Briscoe. Bam! Biggest wreck of the night. <laughs> Can't you... Can't you just see Daniel Suarez's crew chief, car chief? Man, that was good. No damage on the 99 Tootsies uh, bar. That's what Daniel Suarez, that was his sponsor, Tootsies, you know, downtown Nashville. Beautiful purple car, checkered flag, no damage. Gets back, right rear is knocked clear off the car. You know, the toe links, they call them toe links. It holds the right rear on. 
he, it's right rear is not clear damn off the car. So uh, once again, you know, both both of their fault, rushing to get on pit road. I got to get out. I got to go home. I got to get on the, my private airplane. So they both get in a rush. They don't want to wait in line and literally knock the hell out of their cars and their crews are like, are you kidding me? So um, yeah, that was it. All right. Pause. Time to talk about the race. Pause. All right. The race. Hard to believe that this is only Ross Chastain's third win. Now, I never, I never won a cup race. I run second three times. I'll go to my grave. It bothers me a little bit. But Ross Chastain, he runs up front all the time. You would have thought this would have at least been his 10th or 15th win. Ross Chastain won Talladega, and he won Circuit of the America. Can you believe this is Ross Chastain's very first normal oval win? Talladega is a super speedway. It's a, it's a chance race. However, it's a win. Circuit of the America is a road course. I cannot believe. And uh, you know, listen to Steve Loletta, who works there, who brought it up before the race. Uh, so Ross Chastain finally gets his first normal oval NASCAR win. But what I do like, think about it this way. What a great deal for Ross Chastain because now he's checked all the boxes. He's won on a road course. He's won on a super speedway. And now he's won on a normal oval. I guess if you want to get ignorant about it, you could say, but he ain't won on a short track. Well, calm down. I think Ross Chastain is still relatively normal. Uh, new, I mean. And, uh, you know, but, yeah, unbelievable. All right. It was very clear. In Ross Chastain's victory lane interview on the front stage straightaway, that this whole Rick Hendrick deal has been wearing on him. So let's go to the Herminator. When we interviewed Ross Chastain on Kenny Wallace Live at the Worldwide Technology Raceway, I was smashing watermelons. Ross came up. He looked at me. Ross Chastain said, I don't want to be on the Kenny Wallace show again out by the swimming pool. Well, I, you know, we've done like four or five Ross Chastain, Kenny Wallace shows because Ross is the gift that keeps giving. Listen, the promoters, my own Chris Blair here, he loves Ross Chastain. The promoters loved Ross running into everybody. They loved it. Now, has Ross Chastain been neutered? Well, let, let's break the interview down. Let's, let's listen to what Ross had to say. Ross said it was a tough time on him. The watermelon farmers, the agriculture bunch, I didn't see this coming. He says those, those are the people that kept him going. His family, and of course, he brought up the race team last. So I really think Ross went home to family, watermelon farmers, and I think they made him go keep, keep digging. But, he won this race without touching a soul. Uh, they were three wide on restarts. Hey, was the race unbelievable? No, it wasn't unbelievable. However, that's still that car. Um, listen, I've raced there a lot. It's not the racetrack. We, we've talked about they still got work to do on this car. However, 
Jeff Glutt just did a poll. 88% said it was a great race. So maybe, maybe not you, but it ain't like there's a couple people. Jeff Glutt's Twitter feed get thousands and thousands of people. Maybe the race wasn't so unbelievable, but maybe everything surrounding it, right? There was a lot of storylines. Uh, yet Chase Elliott came back. He ran good. Let's see Herman's notes here. Let's do the quick breakdown. Everybody texting me right now want me to want me to say what they want me to say. Uh, okay, here's the rundown. Ross Chastain wins it. Ryan Truex second. Denny Hamlin third. Chase Elliott fourth. That's why everybody... That's why everybody liked the race because the most popular driver's back. He run fourth. He's Ross, uh, not Chase Elliott's like 60 something points from the cut. Remember, he got a, he got an exemption. He can still qualify for this championship chase. Uh, Kyle Larson, fifth. William Byron, sixth. Seabell, seventh. Eric Jones, eighth. Good show. Uh, Kyle Bush, ninth. AJ Allmendinger, two top tens. So that colleague team is showing up. So uh, let's get back to Ross Chastain. Uh, he was clearly hurt by what, and, and this is his, this is his quotes. He says, obviously, when Rick Hendrick called me out nationally, it hurt like hell. And uh, he was definitely quiet. I said that, you know, I didn't say it, but I think some people thought he was neutered. You know, cut it, cut his balls off. Uh, here, I, I I said it. Was was he neutered? I think he was neutered, but I think he fell himself. I think he found himself again. The, the the agriculture bunch, his family, the race team. But then again, he didn't have to rough nobody up. It was a good win, clean race. So uh, now listen, I'm just commenting on his victory lane interview. This is. I'm just commenting on his victory lane interview. I'm not bringing up anything new. So he said it was rough. It, it was hard on him. He, you know, he was hurt. You could see it in his face. So uh, he overcome that. And uh, I, I, But I must say, the promoters like, I, I know Chris Blair, who is the manager at, he's my dear friend. Hi, Chris. I know you're listening. Chris Blair, the general manager at Gateway, he, he doesn't like the clean, normal winning Ross. <laughs> he likes the guy that knocks the hell out of each other because it was making NASCAR famous. And Chris has got a point. You, you got to have the Dale Earnhardt Sr. Dale Earnhardt Sr. became very famous for knocking the hell out of everybody. Get out of my way. Uh, if Listen, if you're leading... Here, here was Dale Sr. You're leading and I'm second. You're gone. <laughs> Apologize later. Sorry. Never meant to make your daughter cry. I apologize a trillion times. So that's the way Sr. did it. I'm running second. I'm not, listen, I'm going to try to pass you, pass you clean one time. May, I don't think Sr. gave you three times. Sr. was not, I'm going to give you three times. It's like, I'm going to try one time. You jack with me, I'm going to get rid of you. So, there is an argument to be made that we do need Ross to continue knocking the hell out of each other. So maybe he'll go back to his old ways. I think if he gets that, gets that air about him, he just might. So uh, listen, he simply, Ross Chastain simply won the race, and that's that. Um, all right, 
That's it. Uh, 21 minutes. Trying to uh, get the Kenny Wallace show a little quicker, but that was a bit. That was a busy damn race. There was a lot going on. We broke it down right here, and uh, NBC has taken over. A lot of you lost your damn minds before the race. I, I can't. I can't find the TV. I can't. Oh, I hate NASCAR. What's it? People, people. Not every single NFL game is on your same channel. I'm just having fun with you. I love you. Patience. You, you can't find what channel the race is on. There's no pre-race. Oh, I can't believe there's no pre-people. There, there's not enough TV. There's too much NASCAR. It's on everything. There's not enough NASCAR. Oh, now it's on different people. There's an old saying. There's no pleasing you. <laughs> right here in St. Louis, it was right on our rabbit ears. Channel 5. Just bam. You know, it was on Channel 5. It was on Major Network. It was a hell of a deal. It was a great weekend. Everything is on NBC now. So follow the NBC family, Peacock Channel. They're going to do just what Fox did. They're going to make you go to their streaming service. That's the new world now. It's not NASCAR's fault. It's the new world we live in. Uh, it's just that's the way it is because you and I are old, but these kids are watching the TV right here. Those kids, and like we learned, oh, there's only 4 million people that watch the NASCAR race. Well, guess what? The reason NASCAR just got more money for streaming rights is because right here, we didn't count that. Probably another couple of million watching on their phones or so. Well, all right then. Remember, argue with me. I need you to debate. I need you to tell me what you're so upset about. Damn it, Herman. All right. Chicago is up next, and I know y'all are, are going to raise hell. He's going to be dangerous. They need security. Security. <laughs> Wow, I can't wait to do the Kenny Waller show from Chicago. Listen, it's not going to be perfect, but I'll tell you, woo, the money they are spending to build this track in Chicago, they have got to at least run there three times. Uh, but I hear the city, city people are roughing them up, and, uh, you know, we'll see. I, I'm cheering it on. I hope Chicago street course goes good. It, it uh, Ben Kennedy, who basically owns – uh, NASCAR, he said, man, it is expensive and it's a lot. But here we go. Buckle up. Hey, we're, we're sitting here in our closed confinements going, you suck, Kimberly. They're doing it. They're doing it. They're all in. There's no, listen, it's like Dick Trickle said, my new quote for all of you, you gotta wanna. You gotta wanna. If you don't wanna, then there's no such thing as half in, half out. NASCAR is all in fixing this sport for you. Yeah, they messed it up a little bit. I'll meet you halfway. A lot of it is this societal shift. So, uh, all right, 24 uh, minutes and 40 seconds. That's pretty quick. All right, well, remember, uh, we're in podcast form. Remember to go to Spotify, iTunes, and please subscribe here. We're getting so close. I hope you all enjoyed the dirt, the dirt interviews. Uh, we had uh, Jonathan Davenport. We had Brad Sweet. And uh, we're back to NASCAR this week. But we got one more dirt interview coming up for you, Nick Hoffman. So 
Stay tuned right here. Please like and subscribe and lots of love.